welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today, we have with us Dr. Adina Isabel Ravenwood. She is a pharmacist, a certified holistic health coach, and belly dancer. She focuses on helping women tap into their feminine energy to heal their chronic health issues. Dr. Adina believes great healing can occur with clean eating, consistent movement, and changing long-held destructive patterns of thinking, feeling, and doing. As a breast cancer and Lyme disease thriver herself, Adina wants other women to know that they have the power within themselves to heal and to live their dream life. Adina offers coaching programs for healing chronic conditions, free monthly belly dance classes, and a belly dance membership. The best way to stay in touch with Adina is through Facebook at Adina Isabel Ravenswood forward slash, but that will be in your show notes so that you can easily access it. Welcome to the call, Adina. Thank you so much, Barbara. It's such a pleasure having you here today. How did you get started as a pharmacist? It was one of those things like my passion for wanting to help people and figure out my own health and also my parents prompting that I should be a doctor. That's how I got into it. There is a wide range of being a doctor to being a pharmacist. How did you come to choose the latter? Yeah, I think I realized there was a lot of school for pharmacy, but it wasn't as much school as for being a medical doctor. And I had been working as a technician, a pharmacy technician for a couple of years. And I thought, this is, get it, right? The pharmacist knows a lot more, but the job is the same. And so I had babies. I went to pharmacy school online and poof, got my doctor of pharmacy. So I'm technically a doctor. And here I am. (laughs) You were able to do the entire thing online? Almost. So there was a requirement to be on campus in Omaha, Nebraska, just for one or two weeks every summer for labs. Wow. That really worked well for your lifestyle. It really did. It really did. How did you transition or why did you transition to your own business? It would seem to me that being an employee of a big chain drugstore would guarantee your income every week. So why is it that you decide to branch out? Yeah, there's so many different types of people in the world. And there's a lot of differences in the amount of risk that we're able to to handle and the amount of uncertainty. And while the paycheck, the consistent known paycheck is certainly something important, it wasn't everything for me. And the biggest issue that I have with pharmacy is that there's no time There's no time with patients. There's no time to really get to the heart of the matter. And I personally feel because I have such a great, deep interest in people and their motivations and helping them see it and get better. I, that just didn't 
work for me. <laughs> I wanted to be able to spend time with them and talk about, yeah, you're in here every month for your sleeping pills or your depression or your stomach acid, whatever it may be. But what else is going on in your life? Have you changed anything? How are your relationships? What kind of food do you eat? There's all this stuff that goes into a person that I never got to see. And that was not enough for me. This episode is sponsored by Building Forward Now. Are you struggling to get you and your team engaged? By changing the way you see your work, you will transform how you manage and engage your team. Here is how you can make a simple yet powerful difference. Get five steps to create an engaged team. A free eight-page ebook where you will read five easy ways you can implement right now at no cost and immediate results. You'll learn that you can proactively address the employee churn facing your practice or business. Why spend time and money constantly training new staff? Simply go to subscribe-age.io forward slash five dash steps dash form dash David by Dr. David Blake, who guides practice and business owners how to foster workforce engagements. The address will appear in the show notes. Now, a return to our podcast. Everyone that is listening to you and heard your intro earlier is thinking she helps patients. She knows all about medicine. She knows all about drug and belly dancing. Yes. <laughs> She's like a total flip side of the coin. How does belly dance fit into your business? Mm. Honestly, it's at the heart of my business and the root of it. Being in the body, I think, is something that is so important. And there are certainly lots of people who are already there, right? And so this is not really for you if you're already there. But for me, I started off being way in my head and sometimes not even in my head, just floating around outside myself and not really landing in my body, not knowing what I really wanted, just very easily influenced by others and not really strong in myself. And belly dance has totally shifted that. So not only is it just getting into your body, right? So I really got into my body. And let me say something. For the first three or four years, I skipped more classes than I went to because it was so uncomfortable. Not necessarily the movements, but how it made me feel. And that getting into my body was a little uncomfortable at first. So, you know, if that's you with whatever modality you're using, if it's yoga, if it's whatever it may be, it's a little uncomfortable at first. And I think that's perfectly normal and natural. But if you stick with it, oh my goodness, the benefits, right? So not only grounding into my body, but also it taught me grace and acceptance and flow and flexibility. And it also made me really appreciate the company of other women, like I had never appreciated it before you know, all sorts of different people with different professions, different body types, different movements. And we all came together and danced and it was just so beautiful. And so that is why I weave belly dance into everything that I do. That is one thing among many that is to the detriment of physicians. They're running between the OR surgery, patients, charting, electronic health records, digital information, and research. So the one thing 
among many, that doctors really don't get into themselves is taking care of their own body and having various modalities to improve their health from physical exercise. The physical exercise that we typically get is Mm -hmm. just running from room to see each patient. Yes. This is definitely something that a lot of people could take up to improve their health. Now, I've had a few of my listeners ask me, so if you're a good belly dancer, does that make you an excellent twerker? (laughs) No. So it's totally different. Um, Just the physical structure that your body needs to be in to do the twerking is different than belly dance. I do think that being able to isolate your body and learn the different movements of belly dance sets you up to be able to learn twerking for sure, but it is totally different. (laughs) Also beautiful. Also beautiful. Our bodies are amazing. I'm sure that you would like everyone to know you know, that would be interested in belly dancing, that you have that available to them. So how do you promote yourself? How do you let people know, yes, I'm out there, come see me? Yeah, the main place where I hang out is actually Facebook. And so I put all my free monthly classes there. Also, though, the way that I promote myself is by getting into other groups. I'm very active in networking groups and programs and keeping in touch with the people that I meet and letting them know about what's going on. And I think one of the biggest things too is reaching out to people personally and just inviting them. So important. It's so seldom that people really are good at promoting themselves. And networking is something that I always urge for success. But a lot of professionals say, I don't really have time for it, or I don't really see the value of it. Or if I am on Facebook, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be exposed to people that are within my own community, which is actually not true because there are so many various chat rooms that are specific to each of our communities. Very true. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Building Forward Now. Are you struggling to get you and your team engaged? By changing the way you see your work, you will transform how you manage and engage your team. Here is how you can make a simple yet powerful difference. Get five steps to create an engaged team, a free eight-page ebook where you will read five easy ways you can implement right now at no cost and immediate results. You'll learn that you can proactively address the employee churn facing your practice or business. Why spend time and money constantly training new staff? Simply go to subscribe-age.io forward slash five dash steps dash form dash David by Dr. David Blake who guides practice and business owners how to foster workforce engagements. The address will appear in the show notes. Now, a return to our podcast. So for someone that is starting out in the professional world, would you do the same thing or would you do something different? What would you advise like a young person starting out now? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I would advise to really go within and see 
what it is that you really want to feel like at work. I think there's a lot of value in the way that the medical schools are set up and residencies and fellowships and all of these things, because you get to see what's there. You get to shadow people. I think that's huge. So decide what kind of lifestyle you really want. (laughs) And that can really inform you. Do I want to be in the operating room or do I want to have a cozy private practice or do I want to just own something and have other people work for me where I can go and travel and bop my head in every now and then. And um, I think that's number one is decide what you really want that to look like instead of spending a few decades and being like, gosh, that really didn't get me where I wanted to be. Yeah. Go ahead. You've found your, your center, your Zen, which is great. And what tip would you give to the professional that still wants a professional life, but wants a better work-life balance? Focusing on you. Focusing on yourself is really the ticket. It's uh, carving out time to be with yourself and making yourself a priority. So that would look like potentially um, saving 20 minutes of every day to meditate and to calm your mind and get all of those patient encounters out of your sphere and out of your body for a while. Just be free and clear. I think that is huge when you doctors, healthcare professionals in general are just like we talked about earlier, running around and running around. There's really no space. So providing yourself that space is key. That's a good tip. Adina, I understand that you have a program that you're launching. How exciting. Yes. Tell us about it. Yeah. Thank you, Barbara. What I really, what I've transitioned to, including the belly dance, of course, but what I've transitioned to is helping people feel better in their bodies and healing many different aspects of chronic illness, chronic symptoms. So first, let me just say that I am healing breast cancer and there is so much beyond the medical treatment that goes into healing. If you see the benefit in that, right? Not everyone does, and that's perfectly fine. But if you have hope and if you see that there's an opportunity, that's where I can support you for sure. So it's everything from diet and nutrition to your intimate life, to your relationships, to your career. And if what you're doing is really satisfying your soul um, and so much more, so much more. Yeah. I'm launching a program, but I'm also providing a free kind of workshop series over the span of five days And then even more with question and answer sessions starting December 5th. So how can my listeners get in on that program? Yes. So I will provide the link to sign for you. And then also just follow me on Facebook because it is there just at Adina Isabel Ravenswood. It's the best way. Okay. And when did you say your launch is going to officially take place? Yes. So December 5th through the 9th. And then we'll have a little extra time for Q&A and things like that. I'll be available for questions for the next few days after that. And that launch will also be visible through your Facebook page. Correct. It will. You'll be able to sign up there. It will be held in a private Facebook group. And so I'm not bombarding everybody with this amazing information, but only those who want it. That's wonderful. Everybody keep an eye out for this because it is going to be a wonderful program and you should get into it. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.